From Infinite Guest, this is Top Score, a weekly visit with contemporary composers who make video game soundtracks. I'm Emily Reese. Like a lot of classical music listeners, I fell in love with classical music thanks in large part to Disney's 1940 film, Fantasia. Let's make it clear I was not alive in 1940, but I saw it when I was a kid and it changed my life. Fantasia is back again thanks to Disney Interactive's new game called Fantasia Music Evolved. In this Fantasia project, the music comes from a lot of different genres, like pop and rock, and it also includes many of the classical favorites from the original film. Composer Enon Zur wrote original music to act as a thread throughout the game. He also collaborated closely with the London Symphony Orchestra, the Chamber Orchestra of London, and the Academy of St. Martin in the Fields for the re-recording of the classical music in the game. Why did they re-record it? Well, Enon explains during our conversation. Well, thank you for talking with me today. I love talking to you all the time, so this is a pleasure. Thank you so much, and same here. (laughs) I had, well, I guess we had the pleasure of spending some time together several weeks ago at PAX Prime, and we got to talk about Fantasia, and I got to play Fantasia. Of course, I've played it more since then, since the game has come out, but... First off, talk to me about the impact that Fantasia in general had on you in your life. I mean, I remember the first time, I think I was about seven years old, that my dad told me that, you know, we are going to Tel Aviv to watch a very, very special movie. And I had no idea because he didn't really prepare me for what I'm going to see. But, I mean, he is a huge you know, classical music lover. And and so I grew up really on classical music. And he said, it's all about classical music, but it's, it's going to be shown in a way that you never saw before. And I didn't have any expectations, but then when the movie started, I was right away totally immersed in this amazing combination of picture and sound and music in a way that I don't really remember myself being before. And that was the first time I met Fantasia. Can't forget this amazing string, electronic string line when they play Toccata and Fugue um, and how it moves and how the shape starts to happen during the whole piece. I can't forget, you know, during the Bolero of Ravel, how the world basically came to be 
once the music is developing and developing. And I thought to myself, I think that this is probably the first time ever for me to understand how much I love the connection between picture and music. By the time you heard Fantasia or saw Fantasia, you were already pretty in love with, with classical music, but it deepened that for you. I mean, Fantasia then, from then on, just remains something that is like the sort of like idiom of classical music with picture. Nothing really beaten that. So tell me the story about you getting involved in this project this many years later. This came out of nowhere, really. Um, my agent uh, back then called me and told me that there is a senior person in Disney that would like to speak to me about something. And everything was really hush-hush. And he said, I think it's about Fantasia, but I just really don't know anything about it. And I said, well, say no more. I'm there. <laughs> and so Gwen Riley and myself... Um, and Gwen Riley works for Disney. Exactly. And Gwen Riley is, yeah, she is a vice president of music business affairs in Disney Interactive. So we met at a um, restaurant in Burbank. And I asked her, um, so where is this game being developed? And she said, harmonics. And I said, great, I want to go there. And she said, okay, but you have to go to Boston. And I said, no problems. And two days after it, I already was on my way to Boston. <laughs> and she said, like, I mean, she was like, really? Are you serious? And I was like, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll pay for it. I'll sponsor everything. I want to meet these guys because it sounds amazing. When you heard that it was harmonics, that you'd be going to harmonics, you know, people in the game industry are familiar with the fact that harmonics made the Guitar Hero games and that they really have a good handle on this motion and music game experience. So did that give you any more clues as to what was going on? I was just basically referred to harmonics as a company that really knows music very well in general. <laughs> yes. And really is great in music games. But the whole motion thing and the whole control of it was not even, you know, a point that I was supposed to know. And I didn't. Sure, sure. So I was basically just supposed to come there and say hi to them. I think that they gave you about half hour or something just to introduce myself to the company um, they're sh supposed to show me a demo, and um, and then basically say bye-bye, and I'm flying back. Um, sitting there, and they start to talk, and then I started to talk, and they started to talk. Short story, I stayed there for about five, six hours, or more even.
the whole like notion of everything totally came from them and Disney. What I brought to the table more than everything is the idea for the original composition as a thread for the whole game. Yes, because as it stood, they were going to, you know, bring in lots of music from pop culture from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and bring back some of the classical music. But that component that you just mentioned was what was missing. There wasn't a, a theme to connect through the whole game, right? And they utilized it, by the way, beautifully throughout the whole game. And you could hear the hook all the time, uh, basically after you succeed and stuff. So this hook is really prominent um, throughout the whole game. So this is the first thing that, you know, basically we cultivated or we started during this meeting. The second idea was... How are we going to make a classical music interactive music? How do you turn classical music into interactive music? And we entertained many, many ideas of how to do it. But eventually, we've decided to actually do um, a very interesting um, experiment. Um, We took a, a known performance of each classical music, and clicked it. That means that we really sort of like put a specific BPM to each measure. Beats per minute, yep. So that each time you recorded it, it would sound the same. It would exactly. be just as and fast this or way, slow as before. Each piece of music was mapped totally by a tempo track. Exactly. And what this gave us, it gave us the possibility to record it once with all orchestra. And then it gave us, uh, you know, the flexibility of recording only strings, only woodwinds, only brass, only percussions to the same click. So if we'll put it back together, it will sound the same. And this is what really allows the player to make his or her own mixes or original mixes of the piece and more than that because they could really learn the structural elements of the piece oh let's see what the strings is doing in um nutcracker let's see what the woodwinds are doing in dvozhak ninth symphony but then take this and only one element and then merge it with some rock arrangement. I mean, it's crazy what you could do. But this is basically how we laid together the foundation of this interactivity, which is the name of the game (laughs) for video (laughs) games, interactivity.
was it like for the musicians? You had a chance to record with three of the best orchestras in the world, and we'll talk about that more in just a moment. But the fact that they were playing to a click, that's not very common for orchestral musicians, is it? There's a lot of first in this project, <laughs> groundbreaking first. So yes, this was the first time ever for these musicians to record classical music with a click. And this was basically the first time also for them to record separate what we call stems, which is, you know, um, just strings, just brass, just, you know, woodwinds, to these classical, uh, you know, pieces. So there are a lot of firsts. I must say that the musicians were extremely open and embracing this and understanding the needs because we did explain to them that this is all about really inheriting the love for music but more in-depth for the regular gamer person, whoever is going to play the game and give him or her the ability to study and to learn and to enjoy um, the music the way that they never had any opportunity to do it before. And they totally got hooked on it, totally. And so you mentioned Academy of St. Martin in the Fields. This is, they might be the most recorded. Uh, they might have more recordings than any other orchestra, either that or they're very close to being in, in that top tier. You had the Chamber Orchestra of London. This is a very hip group. <laughs> and then the London Symphony Orchestra. Did you conduct? I conducted all the original music that I wrote. Yeah, so we basically split these, you know, duties. So each one of us got concentrated in his own part. So it worked great. Let's talk a little bit about this original music. We haven't even touched on that yet beyond telling the story of how it ended up in the game. What, what was your inspiration for the original music to Fantasia? So there was a lot of search, um, and only the third time, basically, we felt that then we have something. It should have been a combination of a very strong hook first, like, you know, a motif. Yeah, a melody, a recognizable melody, right? Exactly, that will be very short. And then it had to have sort of like a concerto-type style because we wanted basically to show the audience or you know like to feature one instrument and then to also play it with other instruments so it had to be something that you feel that there is magic here so there's a lot of elements that had to be captured in so is that why you focused on piano a little bit you highlight the piano 
Yes. So this is why, and I've chosen the piano because, you know, this is one of my beloved instruments. And I've decided that I want to feature the piano um, in a concerto style. And also that this reef, this motif, dun, 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 you know, will be very recognizable and very recognizable with the piano. after that and it it basically became sort of like I wanted it to become like the you know the Fantasia signature and like you said they implemented that really well in the game yes you could hear it all the time you know throughout and and they really did it in a very organic and natural way so uh, harmonics has really they have some great composers over there uh, and I must commend them, they did a great job. Now, Inan, you've worked on several games in your life and, you know, television, film, all that stuff. You've done it all. I mean, because I know that you believe in everything you do. You believe in your music. You're passionate about every project you work on. This one seems special, though. You know what I mean? It's like you're you're writing for possibly the, the ability for all these new generations of people to explore music. This project is nothing like anything I worked before, and I am not very sure that I will work on something like that in the future because this is so unique. I mean, I was, I had like, uh, I just had a conversation with Christopher Nichols, who is the executive producer in Fantasia, and I asked him a few questions like, you know, oh, so how does it selling and, uh, how, you know, people liking it. I was like, and he said to me, forget about all this. We did something so special. We did something so groundbreaking that it will take people years to under really understand and to really absorb what we did here. This is something from the future, as far as I'm concerned. Um, the way that we, you could take music and break it in real time into its component and then put it together again, the opportunities that it gives, the way it basically looks at the world, you know, and the world of music as something that it's all about exploring and exploring possibilities. And you're able to sit back 
do something and then watch the beauty and watch the magic happen. And with a with an experience like this, it's almost a given. Or I'm sure it is a given that you know there will be people a decade from now who said this changed my life because I got to experience music like this. Basically, you could take component like, for example, the Vivaldi Winter has like electronic, you know, arrangement of it. So you could take part of the electronic and part of the real instrument, put them together, mix it, and then just upload it. Hey guys, listen to this. This is not Vivaldi, this is me. Well, Enon, it's just a great project, great game, great music. Love, love your music that you wrote for this game. Thank you so much. means a lot to me. And thank you again for having me on your amazing show. And thank you really very much uh, to everybody that is listening and um, are able to help me share all this love for music. Thank you for listening to Top Score, part of the Infinite Guest Network from American Public Media. You can listen to our other programs at infiniteguest.org, like Home Dunk with John Moe or Secret Skin with Open Mike Eagle. I'm Emily Reese. I'm going to go home and play more Fantasia. You can learn more about Disney's Fantasia Music Evolved and composer Enon Zur online at infiniteguest.org. Top Score's production assistants are Pierce Huxtable and Nina Potick. Mark Hintz mixes each episode. Top Score is supported in part by a grant from the National Endowment for the Arts, Artworks. Follow Top Score on Twitter and Facebook at Top Score Podcast. That's Top Score. I'm Emily Reese. <laughs>